Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. This is your host, the self-proclaimed, and uh, currently resting because we're not playing till Monday night. We kind of have a double bye playing the Dolphins tomorrow night. Steelers fan. All that to say that I am a Steelers fan. And I am Jason Felt. Across from me is the Cheesehead of the South, Mr. Matthew Peterson. Matt? Huh? What? You here? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, the Packers are playing. Huh? That's right. Sunday night game on is, in, is, is on in front of us. And the Packers are playing. Currently, I apologize for any sudden outbursts you may hear throughout this game. Or this, yeah, this game and this podcast. My apologies. This is true. I have watched enough Packers games with Matt before to know that uh, anything is possible. It could get interesting. Literally, I don't think he's going to... You want to tell everybody what just happened? Yeah, he got walloped. Okay. Jamal Williams got hit hard. He got up, though. Okay, for those of you that don't know, normally we are doing this podcast facing each other, having a nice conversation. No. I'm pretty sure it's going to be me talking to the side of Matt's face all night. Mm. It's my good side, though. Don't yeah. worry. Well, Packers are up 7 nothing. so just in your early... your this, is, this podcast is all about fan reaction. You're a fan of this team, so just early fan reaction. Here, six minutes left in the first quarter. What the, oh, oh, throw the ball away. My word. Rodgers just got sacked way back towards the goal line on third down. So the Packers are about to punt. Are you going to be able to make it through this tonight? Yeah, I'm here. Are you I'll, sure? I'm like, I'll, I don't know, just keep talking. I'll, I'll get back to you eventually. It might be a delayed response. <laughs> might be like lag on the internet or something like that. But it'll eventually make, make its way to my brain. Now, again, again, this 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 podcast is all about fan reaction. So this is this well, is good. I was gonna say we're gonna get some reaction, gonna get some reaction tonight. Um, so, and those of you that know Matt know how passionate he is. We we do not call him the cheesehead of the of the South for nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <kidding>. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm getting the head nod. So uh, apparently that's good. Well, on today's episode, it's week eight. For all intents and purposes, for a lot of teams, we are halfway through the NFL season already. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's into, gone quick. Into, it's into gone the, quick so far. Into the microphone, My word. Please. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm back. Uh, no, yeah, it's, I can't believe it's uh, half over already. It's, it's crazy. It, it seems like we just started doing this. Yeah. And yet, here we are, week eight. And both of these teams, this is going to be their halfway point, the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, their eighth game of the season. Five and two and six and one. It's a pretty good matchup. Now, I feel like this this matchup's lost a little bit of its luster just because Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is out. not yeah. playing. Yeah. So it's not exactly what uh, what we hoped it would be. But I, I it's I mean Before Mahomes went out, I predicted that we were gonna lose this game, but you know, now that he's out, I think that we ought to win. I mean, we're favorites on the road. Usually if you're the favorite on the road, you're you're gonna win. Right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good chance. Well, on today's episode, we're going to talk about halfway through the season, what does that look like for the league as far as the playoffs? Ah, more you suck. <laughs> I, I, can, am I going to okay now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're no plays right now. All right, okay. good. So we're going to talk about the playoff picture as far as what the, uh, what the NFL playoff picture looks currently halfway through, and who do we think is going... To not make it, that's currently in the playoff hunt, and who do we think uh, that's on the outside looking in right now is going to make it? So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about all the game actions today. Uh, I did not do this last week, and so I think um, I think everybody's owed two rants about kickers, right? <laughs> two rants. Just, 
Get your rant out. I'm going to. I'm not going to do rant it. Out. We'll, we'll save Get it, it out. for the proper time. And uh, we're going to take one more trip across the pond. So for all of you that uh, appreciate that, uh, it's coming eventually. And so uh, we'll let you we'll let you see that when we get there. But uh, without further ado. Hi. All right. First and ten. And today, just for a few moments, we want to talk about this NFL playoff picture right now. So I'm going to go ahead and run through. Let's, uh, you want to start with the AFC? Start with the AFC. Let's start with the AFC. We'll start with the AFC. We're going to run through currently the teams that are in the playoff picture right now. So one through six. And then uh, I'll give a couple of the teams that are kind of right on the outside looking in. And, uh, and then we'll talk about the AFC first. Then we'll get to the NFC. So currently in the AFC. The number one seed, obviously, it's the New England Patriots. That's, That's not changing. It's not that a no-brainer. No, it's it's not going anywhere. We you could have probably maybe there was some question marks as far as what was going to happen with Kansas City and Mahomes. I think there's still some question marks about what's going to happen with Kansas City and Mahomes. Oh, absolutely. But I'm talking about who's going to take the number one seed. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. So Patriots are first, the first seed. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, at. Five and two, and Kansas yeah. City just missed a fifty-yard field right goal. Right now, right now, I can't. That's a fifty-yard field goal. All I don't right, care. it would have been a good time to rant. I'll let you rant about it. No, if Mason, Cros- yeah. if Mason Crosby misses one, I'll let you rant about it. So back to what we're talking about. Colts are number two, five and two. Mm-hmm. Um, after squeaking out a win today, the number three is the Chiefs. At yep. five and two, also, and then the four is the Ravens. Baltimore at five and two. Your two wild cards. The five is the Bills at five and two. So you've got mm-hmm. four teams in the AFC all at five and two right yeah. now, um, and, and the last uh, one. pretty evenly matched. The Texans at five and three are your sixth seed right now. So then, just on the outside looking in, you've got the Jags, the Titans, both at four and four, the Ravens at three and four. And then if you want to keep going, you've got the Chargers at three and five and the Steelers at two and four. That's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. So of those first six, Patriots, Colts, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Texans, which one of those teams do you see not being in that list in eight or nine weeks? Texans. Texans Texans won't be in that list. Well, that's pretty probably the easiest one to say because they're the last... um, all right, so see, get this though. The I think that the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars are both hungry enough to come and take that spot from them, because the Tennessee Titans are starting to turn it around and they've got a solid defense. Yeah, with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, now. they're starting to get that ship turned around. So if they're not careful, I mean, I the Tennessee Titans could overtake them, and now potentially you have Nick Foles back. I don't know if you start him or not, but they're gonna have that option available to the Jaguars. So and they've got a pretty solid defense. So I think that. They're going to be hungry, and they've got to play them still. So it's going to be it's going to be rough for the the Houston Texans. Yeah, and the the way that especially because you mentioned right before we we started recording that JJ Watt might be out for the season. Mm-hmm. That's possibly going to, the torn pack. That's going to really hurt the Texans in their playoff, uh, or at least on their defense, which has kind of been a struggle all year for them. Um, they still have Deshaun Watson, which is you know more than some of these other teams can say, but with you know. With some of the other questions, specifically on defense, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to see them hold on. What were the other teams that were close? Uh, so Jags, Titans, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers. Those are the next five in line. Okay, well, um, Steelers ain't making it. I thought that the the uh, stinking Raiders could possibly have won today because they were up, you know, early. And I really thought that they were going to pull it off. I thought all my predictions were about to come true about them taking <laughs> over the Chiefs for that division. And and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, it we, was their game to lose, too. Yeah, that a- that AFC West is just so underperformed this year. Um, I mean, we're going to we're going to talk about some things that scare us later on in third and three. And this is not on the list, but the AFC West is besides the Chiefs. It's kind of scary, like how bad it is. Well, OK. Uh, OK. As Oakland's not bad. It's scary how the Chargers they've underperformed. are charging it away. Cool. And then the, the Broncos, they stood a good shot at winning that game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I think... I mean, we thought the Broncos were worse. I mean, I didn't. But for goodness sakes, they lost by two to Indianapolis. That's and very Indianapolis true. Indianapolis is a good did, team. They did put up a great fight today against Indianapolis. They All really right. did. And so the you, Chargers beat the, the Bears. I mean, the Bears so you're got saying So you're saying uh, Texans, team out. Yes. And Titans or Jags, which one of those taking their spot? Or is that kind of a toss-up for you right toss now? Toss-up. I mean, you can flip a coin. Okay. So Either toss-up one for you take. right now. Any Any dark horses? Like from those way back in there, is the Raiders? Is that kind no? Of I mean, your Raiders dark horse? is my dark horse. Okay, so Raiders is your dark horse. Yep. Look, I, you may call me a homer. Oh, go Jones, go! <laughs> Touchdown, baby! Let's go. Hey, that is hardcore fantasy points too. I'm down by, I think, sixty points. So he's got to <laughs> score. He's got to score and, sixty today. And does the worm? Oh, very good. Uh, I hope nobody was listening to this on very loud volume. You <laughs> might go deaf. You may want to turn your, your headphones, earbuds, whatever you're listening to this. Oh, it's just a beautiful little wheel route. It was nice. You had a uh, running back on a linebacker all day, baby. Do not step. Oh, he didn't step. Up. Oh, that was close. Oh, oh no, his heel didn't come down. Heel didn't come down. Okay. All right. Okay. Back to the AFC. You may call yeah. me a homer. Dark You're going to say, oh, the Steelers are a dark horse. They because are. Because the Steelers are going to take it somewhere. They are. No, they are. They are starting not. to play well. Their defense is looking good. They're the going to win tomorrow. Okay, but they're in the same situation as the uh, Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? Oh, dang it. Are they going to call them out right there? Looks like they are. Sorry, buddy. Oh, uh, did that heel come down all the way? But anyway, uh, same situation because really good defense and then... A so-so quarterback with a so-so offense. Okay. I don't think the only advantage they have is that they play in a really bad division. They will be a half game behind the Titans and the Jags right on the outside looking in as long as they win against Miami, which I don't see that being an issue. So we'll see what happens there. NFC playoff picture. So this is the list of those currently in the playoffs for the NFC. The 49ers, number one, also undefeated just like the Patriots. Of course, as we would have predicted before the season began. Saints, number two, at seven and one. Mm-hmm. Number three is the Packers at six and one. Number mm-hmm. four is the Cowboys at four and three. Five is Seattle at six and two. Six is the Vikings at six and two. So that's a pretty interesting. First round matchup, if it were to finish as it does today, is Vikings against the Packers. Yeah. Um, in Lambo, though. Then your teams, yeah. Then your teams right on the outside looking in. You've got Rams. At five and three, Panthers four and three, Eagles four and four, 
And then if you want to go one more, Lions at 3-3-1. and one. So of those six teams that are in it right now, who do you see not making it? Oh, I got to go with the the Cowboys. That's what I was going to say. Cowboys are the only ones I think who are super vulnerable. The Vikings just keep winning, and all the rest of those teams just keep winning. The only other thing that I could see, it's it's going to come down to... Wait, who is the other, who's the other wild card? Seattle. Seattle. So I could see Seattle. Wow, Seattle's 6-2. Seattle's yeah. Because the 49ers are Yeah, because the 49ers just keep winning. So I could see the Seahawks and Rams flip-flopping because they're only a game apart. They won't flip-flop. You want to know why they won't flip-flop? Why is that? They won't flip-flop because uh, the Seattle's defense is just not good. And remember, they play everything close. And... The 49ers defense is too good. No, I'm they not will talking shut about. I'm not talking about Seattle and 49ers. I'm talking about oh. Seattle and the Rams. Oh no, they ain't got to flip flop. I could see that happening. I don't think so. I don't think the Rams are consistent enough this year. Well, not necessarily, but uh, I I could see Seattle and the Rams flip flopping for that wild card, okay. and I could also see, obviously, as you just said, the Cowboys and the Eagles flip flopping for the lead in that division. Yeah. The Eagles' problem is that... Oh, they did call it back. Dang it. Uh, the Eagles' problem is that I don't think that they're consistent either. I think that they always had a lot of pieces, and maybe they everybody just overestimated how much talent was on that team. Right. And I don't think that they'll be able to get it together. In fact, you know what? You calling it right now, Cowboys are in no matter what? I'm going to call it exactly how it is right now, is exactly the way that we'll finish. No, no change. Won't even change. No change. Nope. Okay. The well, the Eagles are too streaky. And then, I'm not saying that the Cowboys aren't streaky either. I'm saying, that's kind of the same thing the Cowboys I'm, are I think with. that I think that the Cowboys are a more complete team at this point in time than the Eagles are. Yeah, and I, so, would, I would probably agree with that. Cowboys will be a first round exit, but it's uh, <laughs> I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just like this. Yeah. It, it won't change. Okay. All right. Well, and I can definitely see that. And you know, for all of this talk... You know what we did not we didn't even consider the fact that the Bills the Bills at five and two in the AFC, the fifth seed, the first wild card, we did not even consider the fact that they wouldn't be in it. We just we're we're just assuming that Bills Because are the AFC's so bad. Yeah, I mean, mean the Bills lost to the Eagles today pretty badly. But uh, the Eagles are streaky. Beagles the Beagles. The Eagles. <laughs> not selling a Cowboys fan. <laughs> The Beagles, uh, the Beagles stink and uh, beat the Packers. I mean, they that's can they true. can put together uh, some good games, okay. but yeah, it's a uh, streaky. All right, well there you have it. There's kind of our review of the playoff standings right now. Halfway through, it'd be it'd be interesting. We'll have to review this at the end of the year to see how we did as far as any of those long shots, dark horses, if any of those come through. And uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of keep you updated on that. Uh, well, this uh, game... And the ball as, to Jones, not Jamal Williams. As you heard, Packers did not score on that long touchdown. They called Aaron Jones out. And so they're second and goal. And it uh, looks like about to take it in. Two minutes left in the quarter. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and go to our next segment. Dang it, they gave it to Williams. Hi. Second and long... We're going to get into all of the games that happened in this week eight. And uh, we had two teams on a bye. Baltimore and Dallas were on a bye. And so we've got all the other games. And so let's jump right into it with our Thursday night game. Washington 9, Minnesota 19. Uh, this game seems like this is the second 
game for both of these teams has just been ugly. Uh, it's a ugly way to start. Both teams exchange turnovers and field goals most of the first half. Minnesota, they get a touchdown right before the half. And so uh, eventually they get it going, which the uh, Minnesota's or, or Washington's defense is, is a, a good way to do that. So their offense is still rolling in Minnesota. But they're not putting in the end zone, which is going to come back to bite them. They're mm-hmm. settling for field goals a whole lot. And this is only the second time this year that Captain Kirk did not have a touchdown, that Kirk Cousins did not have a touchdown. So How, he, serious, was, how serious was Adam Thielen's injury? Did they say how long he's going to be out? I thought they said only a week or two, but they're kind of taking him week to week right now. Um, I think they've pretty much figured he'd be out this week. Um, but hopefully, which it really hasn't been affecting them because... I mean, Diggs has been picking it up. He had 143 well, yeah, yards. It's one, it's one of the best wide receiving tandems in the NFL. Absolutely. Uh, so for Minnesota, not much to worry about there with Adam Thielen. However, we do want to see him come back because they're just so much more dangerous with him. Dalvin Cook with another touchdown today. We do today. want to see him come back? What? Excuse me? We want to see him come back? Well, I know you don't want to see him come back, but that's just because I'm a nice guy. I want to see him come back, all right? Um, Washington, not not much going for them against Minnesota. Case Keenum leaves this game with an injury. No word on necessarily uh, how serious that was. At least I don't have that update right here. But they bring Dwayne Haskins in. And, of course, he throws an interception. You know, so much was made before this season of Dwayne Haskins and the, the rookie wide receiver, Terry McLaurin, drafted out of Ohio State, that they're going to have that college connection. I don't know as if we've ever seen that college connection. Welcome to the NFL, rookies. Exactly. We've never seen that. That was the whole deal. The Steelers with Mason Rudolph and having James Washington. When Rudolph was given the chance to start, they said, oh, well, James Washington is going to be so great because – of college and preseason, now, but it has I will, not I'll, translated. I'll say, this, I'll say this, though. Whenever you have that connection with a receiver or it's somebody you know or somebody you play with a lot, you naturally look for them first. Sure. But, I mean, if they're blanket covered, they're blanket covered. You can't do anything about that. And I don't think teams are necessarily scheming for that, like thinking, oh, this guy went to college for this receiver. We better cover mm-hmm. him. He's going to be looking for that. Uh, but I just think that's the way it goes in the NFL. Uh, shout out to Adrian Peterson. Uh, passes LT. Yeah, old six, man AP is getting it six done. Six most time uh, rushing, and so good for him. Uh, hey, really- shout out to Minnesota fans, too, for, for welcoming him back. I mean, the guy... Oh, pick that. Uh, I mean, the guy gave you so much of you know his early career and was so good for you. So well done on Minnesota fans for for welcoming him back and applauding him. It's true. We it. didn't really talk about that. This was really like the revenge game of all revenge games. I mean, Case Keenum's coming back to Minnesota. Kurt mm-hmm. Cousins is playing against Washington again. Adrian Peterson's is coming back to Minnesota. So uh, now, obviously, it really didn't play out that way. We didn't really expect it to. Uh, but for Minnesota, the important thing is that they won because they're keeping pace with Green Bay in the win column. Um, depending on what happens with this. Game tonight. It looks like um, you know. Oh, stop it. The way things are going, it's probably going to be a Packers win. So uh, the the Vikings needed to get a win uh, this week to keep pace with them. All right. Next game. All right. Next game is Seattle and Atlanta. Seattle twenty seven, Atlanta twenty. Atlanta was shut out in the first half. So bad. Pitched a big old zip. Okay. Pitched a donut. Dan Quinn's got to be gone this week, right? I said it. I said it last week. I said, Dan Quinn will lose this next game, and then he'll be fired this week. He has so, to be. Yeah, he'll be he fired this week. He has to be. I was. I listened to several podcasts this week where they talked about that. All, again, wondering the same things we were. Why is Dan Quinn not fired yet? 
And the only again. thing that we could come up with, that they could come up with, again, was that he took them to a Super Bowl, so they give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But after they lose again, and it yeah. was it was really a pitiful for pitiful performance. The box score, the end score, looks a whole lot better than this game was. Yeah, but see, Seattle's gonna make you watch till the end because they're gonna true. give they're gonna give them chances. This because, is true because their defense is bad. They're gonna keep on giving teams they play against chances to stay in the game. This is very true. This is so. true. They're going to play them close. Them in Houston. Uh, so Atlanta also only has one sack in the last five games. Their defense is so bad. Yeah, it's pitifully it's bad. so bad. Tackle that man. Okay. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, definitely, Seattle is vulnerable to the air. They've had four 100 four, or they've had a 100-yard receiver in each of their last four games. Mm-hmm. They just keep letting it yeah, they who, get shredded. Julio blew up. Yeah. Um, so Seattle's gonna struggle with the good offensive teams, and not only that, but if the moment they have face a really stout defense like the 49ers, they're gonna get shut down, and then they're still gonna get shredded on defense, and it's gonna be a blowout win for the 49ers. Yeah, Seattle, they've they've put so much on Russell Wilson for so long here. Or oh come on, bad tackle. It was a terrible tackle. Um. But Seattle just seems to, they, they, I don't know if they've forgotten the fact that the Legion of Boom is all gone, that they don't have these guys anymore, that it's not what it used to be. I mean, they're obviously doing enough to get it done, but it is, it's going to, if they don't put together a little bit more convincing win, because again, if they play New Orleans, we, well, we saw what happens when they played New Orleans. New Orleans was able to play the same exact smash mouth way that they play. And was able to take it to them. Um, the Rams probably should have come out with a win. Zerline missed that field goal. We won't go there. Um, so Seattle could be, you know, we may have to revisit this. Seattle may be the team that is lucky enough to be where they are. It could very easily. No, because Russell Wilson's playing at an MVP level. Here's the thing, though. That one game with the Rams, that kick goes through. The Rams are in, the Seahawks are out in the playoff picture right now. Yeah, but I don't think the Seattle's going to get beat up by the Rams. All right, well, we'll That's see. personal opinion. Okay, we'll see. Those are very, to me, those are two very similar teams right now. As far as their defense is question marks. Ah, but the difference, be the difference is, is the quarterback. Quarterback play, yeah. and that will take you where you need to go. I agree, I agree. Jared, who do you want, Jared Goff or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson all day, every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. All right. Chargers and Chicago. Man, we thought that this was going to be just the Chargers being themselves again, but we forgot they were playing the Bears. <laughs> so we just let the Bears be themselves. And the Bears. If you're a Bears fan and you're listening to this right now, I'm so sorry. First of all, I hope you were sitting down. I hope you are sitting down. I hope you're laying down because if you were watching the end of that game, you must have gotten a flashback of the playoff game because they controlled the game. They had a late fumble by Trubisky that allowed the Chargers to score the go-ahead touchdown. Man, I swear neither team wanted to win this game. No, they didn't. But again, both neither goofing. neither one of these teams have really wanted to win many games all year. It seems like, and then you go ahead and you miss a field goal at the buzzer. And I'm not getting even. This is not where I'm ranting on kickers here, because you know it's getting to be expected for the Bears. Yes. 
it's getting to be expected for the Bears to miss a field goal. If you're the Bears, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rant on Matt Nagy right now. Can I rant on Matt Nagy? Rant on Matt Nagy. Okay, Matt Nagy. Uh, look, I appreciate the fact that you took over play calling and you got David Montgomery the ball. See, when David Montgomery, what did I tell you? Dave Montgomery has the talent. When he gets the ball, he can do something. 135 yards and a touchdown after he ran the ball five times last week. Thank you, Matt Nagy. You did something smart. But here's the thing. Your kickers can't kick, you can't kick the ball. You just need to go for two every single time that you score a touchdown, and you just need to go for it on fourth down. I don't care what the distance is and how close you are to kicking a field goal. Just go for it because you can't put your fan base through this anymore. You can't. It's just ridiculous. And and again, the Bears settled for field goals just like we talked about uh, with uh, Minnesota. They were settling for field goals, and this time, that's what hurt them in the end. Uh, for the Chargers... I had a they, really good point I was going to bring up, and then a play happened, and I watched the play, and I forgot my point. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say, yeah, nags! Come on! Uh, we're nagging on Nagy today. So, for the Chargers... They don't do much against the Bears D. Not that's to be expected. Oh, I remember I was gonna make fun of their Bears kickers' eyebrows. Dude, what are those things? <laughs> They're scary. That's my scary. That's my scary. Oh, yeah. Bears kickers' eyebrows are scary. That is scary. Those things are about to crawl off his face. I need to look up a picture of these. Anyway. Please, please do. Wait, are you sure? Don't scare yourself. All right. So the Chargers, they can't do much against the Bears D, but they put it in the end zone. One more time than the Bears do, and that's the difference in the game. That's the difference. Um, I think we're starting to see the transition from Gordon to Austin, or from Austin Eckler to Gordon. Um, I don't know if it's just Gordon getting more comfortable with the game plan. Um, here's the thing, though: for both of these teams, we did not even mention them even as being dark horses to make it into the playoffs, right? Right. Both of them remain under 500, and they will continue to be on the outside looking in, which is sad because the Bears made the playoffs last year. Now, again, I know this doesn't mean anything to you, but at least for the Chargers, it seemed like they had an opportunity. Every single year, the Chargers have an opportunity. And you look at the rest of their division with Pat Mahomes going out and then with the Raiders being oh bleh, and the Broncos being even worse. This was their year to take it, and they just completely fell flat. And it wasn't because of injuries. I don't know what it is. I mean, is it Philip Rivers? Is it their coaching staff? See, it's been this way as long as I can remember. Exactly. Well, that's why I'm. It's just been. The what is city. the problem in the in Los Angeles? Is it you have motivate no motivation because you play in a soccer stadium and nobody comes to watch you play? I, well, I mean, it was the same way when they were in uh, San Diego. That's true. They still somebody goofed. somebody root for the Chargers and give them a reason to play, please. If you're looking for a team, I think I think we gotta we gotta shift that culture. I mean, how do you make that many mental mistakes? I mean, did all the dumb players just go to to <laughs> the Chargers? I mean, I doubt it. There's gotta be some smart players there. I mean, they've got good players, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. They've got good players on defense. Um, I, they just can't put it together. It's always a struggle for them. Um, it seems like in the games that matter, they just can't put it together. And so now we're, you know, they're, yeah, they're a laughing stock. Playoffs of last year. Yeah. Couldn't put it together. They're, they're a laughing stock now. So, all right, Detroit and the Giants. All right, so Detroit 31, Giants 26. Detroit wins this game at home, but I don't think if they played this game at the Giants stadium, I don't think they would have won it. I would agree because this game, this was a pretty, I don't know, the, 
It wasn't very close at the beginning, but it ended up being a whole lot closer. Yeah. And see, the problem is, is Mr. Jones likes giving the ball, like, loves giving the ball away. They just scored. Sorry. Um, And here's the thing with Mr. Jones. I know that's, it's Professor Jones. It's Indiana Jones. Is it Professor Jones? It's Manhattan Jones. It's Brooklyn, Broadway Jones. Wait, we got pick one. I thought. <laughs> I thought we said last week we were just gonna. We don't know what to call him. We're gonna call Mr. him Mr. Jones. Jones. I think after today's Mr. performance, Jones. you can call him Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Now we didn't get the win, but so on. Wait, wait. On a good day or bad day, he's Mr. Jones. Yeah, on a good day, he's Mr. Jones. On a bad day, he's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I won't or even give Danny him the point. I no. thought we called him Mr. Jones because on a on a good day, he's Danny Dimes. On a bad day, he's just Mr. Jones. Somebody gave me the Where's idea. On a bad day, he can be Danny Nichols. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like it Danny Nichols well today he was just Mr. Jones he had four touchdowns but he yep. also gave the ball away a lot yeah he's still a rookie yeah he definitely is but uh, if you're a Giants fan you take this one on the chin you take this whole season on the chin just right on the yep. chin and yep. you just take it like a you man you knew it was coming you take it like a man because you know the future's looking good well it's much better because this it would be very easily to say that this could have been Eli. He could have thrown four touchdowns, but he could have thrown a bunch of picks. And that helps no one if you're a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. You have absolutely no hope if this is Eli doing this because it's going to be the same thing continually. Yeah. At least with Mr. Jones, you have a chance for this to get better. Yes. So uh, good, on, good on you, Mr. Jones. Yes. And I'm still liking my... Uh, Saquon trade. I appreciate you. Yeah. He's, he had a good day. Yeah, he did have another good day. How's uh, David Johnson doing? He was hurt. Yep. <laughs> I'm aware. Am I going to win my you... game matchup, though? I think I'm going to win my matchup this week. Hey, good for you. If it helps you feel any better, his backup didn't do anything today. Actually, Arizona didn't do much of anything today, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, Jets and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville wins 29-15. to 15. The mustache... Came to play today. The Fu Minshew came out to play three touchdowns, and uh, his his it was still Chark week because DJ Chark still got twelve targets. But I think uh, Gardner Minshew found a new favorite receiver, Chris Conley, uh, ten or excuse me, one hundred three and a touchdown. The Jacksonville defense now. General defense is good. It's it was against the Jets, so maybe we need to just kind of take a step back. But they take a seem, chill pill. They seem to be regaining their moxie. There, there is whatever was the issue last year that kind of you know t- made them take a step back from the Saxonville culture. It's 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 coming back because they're looking nasty. They're looking sharp. I don't know if it's they just needed to get rid of Jalen Ramsey that he was that much of a cancer in the locker room. Oh wait, uh. They also played the Jets. This is true. But they've looked good more yeah, they, than just they have the looked Jets. good this year. They have looked they good. They pressured year. Darnold all day. Three picks, seven oh, sacks. Oh. Did you see what they did to uh uh Sam Darnold? No. They throw they they showed a highlight reel of all his picks and they started playing the who you gonna call Ghostbusters. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I was just about to say he apparently was still seeing ghosts, yes. and maybe it was. I was just going to ask this: uh, the you know Darnold under pressure all day um, for the rest of the Jets' offense. Nothing to do it for Le'Veon because all they have to do is stop Le'Veon. They're not worried about Sam Darnold. 
So as this usually is the case, the Packers broke San or the Packers, the Patriots, excuse me. Patriots break everyone. Exactly. And he's still seeing ghosts. And I mean, it's only fitting. Halloween's coming up, so apparently- those were also two good defenses in a row. Well, and is he going to be? I'm not going to. Is he going to be able to recover? I'm not going to give that much credit to the the Patriots. I mean, yes, they're a good defense. Yes, he struggled against them, but guess what? This Jacksonville defense is also a good defense. It's true. Okay, so we said this before, and you already mentioned this. I was going to ask this now. Could the Jags be one of those teams that yes. make a playoff push? Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Now. What's the what's the word on Nick Foles? Any 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 word on that? Do you know? So I heard that Nick Foles is eligible to play this next week, and um, uh, they're gonna have to make a decision. They're gonna have to make a very difficult decision. Uh, me personally, I keep Minshew in because I'm rolling with him. He's done well so far. Uh, Nick Foles has been a backup before, and so I think that he's he can just fill the backup role. Okay, so for the Jags, their next three games are against divisional opponents. They've got the Texans this Ooh. week. In London, they've got the Colts okay. after me, a bye, and then the Titans. Okay, Jags, just do me a favor. Whichever one you pick, stick with. Yes. Don't try and just like pick one and then, oh, go Rodgers. Oh, throw that flag. Boo. He picked um, him up. He hit Rodgers out of bounds. I don't like that. Uh, don't do the thing where you t- put one in, and then as soon as you start struggling, you just go ahead and switch them. Like, oh, maybe this will fix it. Oh, another flag did come out. All right. Um, so pick one and stick with it, and stick with your guy, and let him get uh, the reps and the experience. Absolutely. Don't, don't try and make it better all of a sudden by switching. To me, I would, especially if there's still a question mark with Foles, play Minshew this week in London, and then you've got the bye week, and you've got an extra week for... Uh, for uh, Foles to come back and start him against the Colts. Because, I mean, even if you lose this week to the Texans, you're 4-5. and five. That's not the end of the world. You're still there. So, so you know, don't don't risk rushing Foles back uh, for, for nothing, all right? Uh, speaking of those Tennessee Titans, Tennessee and Tampa Bay. All right, Tennessee and Tampa Bay. Uh, ended with Tennessee 27, Tampa Bay 23. This was the battle of the QBs that were selected in the same draft. Oh, that's right. Tannehill and James Winston? Yep, they sure were. And guess what? One of them sat the bench the whole game. The other turned the ball over. Oh, that's right. Mariota, not not Tannehill. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, James Winston has turned the ball over ten times in his last two games. He's... Two, he's had two more fumbles that were recovered... But I mean, if you had lost those, it'd have been twelve times in the last two games. I don't know if Tampa Bay can risk playing, going, go, continuing to have James Winston be their starting quarterback. Why not? He's a liability. So he's what? not. First of all, he's not a leader. No. So who cares? I mean, look, he's not saying, winning games for him. Well, not this year, of course not. I mean, I I go for I go for somebody in the draft. I mean, I don't care who starts this year. I say, oh dang it! Rogers. Oh well, and that's the thing. Um, I'm not saying this year. I'm I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I like saying they could have him start the rest of the year. No, so they absolutely, I, they, I do. I don't know who they have as their backup now that Fitzpatrick's gone. So yeah, yeah, they've got to start in the rest of this year. I'm talking about after this year. Yeah, after this year. No, no, you don't. This is the last year for him. It's last year for Mariota. Those two teams move off of these guys and say, nope, uh, we'll take somebody else. 
Yeah. Um, sure. So, okay. Uh, Evans had a great day, but yeah. it just wasn't enough to, to get it done. Nope. Um, should Tannehill be the answer for Tennessee, or should they look for others in the draft? Ooh, that is a great question. I don't know. Because I don't think we've seen enough of Ryan Tannehill lately. It's been so long that you've got... I think we need to see the way the rest of this year goes. I think he needs to be the start of the rest of the way because Mariota's just terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody's arguing that. But no. what about when it comes around to draft time? I guess it just depends on what Tennessee wants to do. Because, I mean, he's not a young guy as far as, you know, being fresh out of college. What is he? He's probably like... 30-something? 31. He's not a young guy. Um, 31. 31. Well, there you go. See? He's a young man. Um, (laughs) But as... I mean, I don't know if you can really base your future on him. Um, I think think he needs the rest of this year to be able to develop rapport with the wide receivers because nobody in Tennessee has developed rapport with any of those skill players. Mm -hmm. He threw a touchdown today to Jonu Smith, the tight end. Um, So... I I am excited because I remember one year, this is several years ago, but on my fantasy team, I drafted Ryan Tannehill to be my fantasy starting quarterback. Now, it was a disaster. But going into that year, everybody said he was going to have a good year. He had a good year the previous year. He's a good quarterback, a good NFL quarterback. He's got the arm. He can make decisions. He can read the defenses. He just hasn't been given a chance dealing with injuries the past couple of years. So let's see how it goes. I'm not ready to say he's the future in Tennessee, but I'm also not ready to say, well, let's find somebody new. So I think he is good enough because I think they need a game manager. I think they need a guy who can make throws, but at the end of the day, they're going to run the offense through Derrick Henry. So yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Um, oh, stink. Who's their coach? Oh, Vrabel. For, for, yeah. Vrabel I wants... Know, I was going to say Vespa. That's definitely <laughs> your car. <laughs> Vrabel wants to run that team defense and running first and Mariota was never the quarterback to make that happen so mm-hmm. maybe this this was pretty much just inevitable that Mar- that Mariota was going to be gone I think he needs to go as we talked about last week be a serviceable back serviceable backup somewhere yes and that's about it okay. all right it's everybody's favorite time of the day where we journey across the pond and go to London and we visit with the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams of Los Angeles, scored 24 as they played those chaps in Cincinnati. Cincinnati United. The, the, the Bengals of Cincinnati, 24 to 10. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop there with that. But you get the picture. See, that was better for those of you that have been mocking. That was, that was better, I think, than before. Um, all right, I have to, I'm going to start with Cincinnati in this game. Who is, in your mind, Cincinnati is still winless. Who is the best winless or one-loss team? You've got Cincinnati and Miami that are winless. Mm-hmm. You have Washington and Atlanta are one-loss. Cincinnati and Washington are going to play each or Miami are going to play each other in a few weeks. Who wins that game? Cincinnati and Washington? No, Cincinnati and Miami. Two oh. undefeated teams. Uh, Miami. Really? You think Miami wins that yep, game? Yep, I do. So Cincinnati then, are you saying Cincinnati is the worst of those four teams? Yes. Okay, so Cincinnati is the worst. Who's the best? Redskins. Really? You take them above Atlanta? Yes. Okay. 
Atlanta has, I think that they'll get a bump if they fire uh, Dan Quinn. But I think that right now they couldn't find their butt with both hands. <laughs> Atlanta, so. no, that's very true. Oh, that's interesting. Well, for Cincinnati, they have no run game, and so they have no way to run the clock. And you cannot expect Andy Dalton at this point in his career and with the coaching that's around him and with no A.J. Green, you can't expect him to win games for you. Mixon only has 64 yards, which is not terrible, but it's certainly not enough. So Cincinnati, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It's, it's time for Andy Dalton to go. Okay, for Cincinnati, now this, this is obviously more of a question for the owner for management. Do you get rid of Andy Dalton or do you get rid of Zach Taylor? Was it just like, well, we tried it in one year with Andy you. Dalton's been there for a long time. And nothing's really going. So I would go ahead and just, I'd, I'd ditch Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton, it's it's not ever worked out with Andy Dalton. It's time to, it is time to change the culture. It is time to f- start fresh from scratch, burn it to the ground. Andy Dalton and A.J. Green both gone? I would trade, they're not willing to trade A.J. Green right Which now. Which is so dumb. It's so dumb. Why wouldn't you do you that? You absolutely should trade A.J. Green You've got to trade, this is, he may not have that much value, but if he comes back and gets he's injured. Worth, he's worth what, a fourth round pick? Probably, just with his hit injury history. Yeah. I don't think you can go any farther than that, but uh, yeah, Cincinnati's going to have to change. For the Rams, uh, it is Cooper Cup's world today, and we are just living in it because mm-hmm. the man went off seven for 220 yards. Slotty yak. And, tw- and one touchdowns. Uh, so Jared Goff was looking for him. And now, one touchdowns. And one, ta- one touchdowns in London. Um, now, this was a game where Brandon Cooks leaves with a head injury. Um, so he was out. Robert Woods didn't do a whole lot. Josh Reynolds seemed to be the guy that was catching this, the, the second most looks from Jared Goff. For the running game, it was really split. Now, this may have been because they were in London, and it was just like, we want to get out of here. We don't want to get an injury. We just want to make sure that everybody stays healthy. And so Daryl Henderson, the third string, Malcolm Brown is injured, so he was in, had 11 carries, and Gurley only had 10. Now, he got the goal line carry and got the touchdown. Um, so for the Rams... I think we've already said this, but I'll ask it again. Do the Rams miss the playoffs this year? See, it's kind of funny because all the notes that we put down on these games, we pretty much answered in first and ten when we talked about who makes the playoffs, who don't. It's not the same question about the Tennessee Titans, but then we already covered that. Yeah. You have the same question about Jacksonville, now the question about the Rams. I say that the Rams miss the playoffs. So the Rams miss the playoffs yes. this year outside looking Just in. because I think that Seattle and Minnesota are good enough mean, to... Oh, yeah, as, as wild cards. Yeah, as wild cards. Well, and I think they nobody expected the 49ers to come out of nowhere because yeah. I think for the Rams in their mind, they thought, Oh, well we're going to be competing for the division with Seattle. But yep. I mean, that's long gone right now. See, And get this, get this. Usually one of the two teams that made the playoffs the previous year, or they made the Super Bowl the previous year. Don't even make the playoffs the next. This is very true. Well, and it looks, it looks like the Rams are going to be that team. New England. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, Buffalo and Philadelphia. All right, Buffalo and Philadelphia. Final score was Philadelphia 31, Buffalo 13. Come on, Bills. It was played at Buffalo as well. Yeah, exactly. So you expect them to win. You would have. And this is is that Jekyll and Hyde Philadelphia team coming out, though. They're out there, and they can't... Every once in a while, they'll put it together, and it'll be good. Right. And then, you know, I bet you they lose next week unless they have a bye. That's just kind of the way that they're rolling these days. Yeah. Well, it seems to be that... 
their their defense has been the thing that's been streakiest to me because their secondary has been bad, really. I mean, you've been able to throw all over Philadelphia. We've seen that most weeks in these losses. Uh, but this week, they were able to hold Josh Allen to 169 yards. Now, he did throw two touchdowns. Hmm. Uh, but they were but the Eagles. Down. I think the Eagles' running game was the story uh, of this of this uh, game because oh, they yes, put it was 218 yards of rushing. Yeah, it was on, incredible. Now, I mean, Miles Sanders broke a big, long 65 yard run, so that was part of it. Which, but again, that's it's against the Bills. They had 371 yards total, and the Bills D leading. I mean, up to this point, they'd held New England in check. Lost that game, but still held them in check, mm-hmm. and uh, really had looked good. So it's it's got to leave those that uh, are in charge of things in Buffalo. It's got to leave them with some question marks. It just left them with a sense of, hey, this is some stuff we have to work on if we're going to be making this playoff run. And maybe this is a good thing. This mm. is, the Bills need to face some adversity, but I feel like um, the Bills seem to be like I believe they're a good team. I believe they're a legitimate team, yeah. but I feel like they're kind of a sloppy team at times. I feel like Josh Allen's a little sloppy. Um, I think he's a good quarterback, but I feel like um, <laughs> dude, look at Kevin King's profile picture. This dude looked like a drunk homeless man <laughs> on weed, <laughs> and he's playing Tyreek Hill. That's a bad combo, boy. Um. <laughs> The, now, just to tell you what the defense is like in the end of this game. So the last, if you don't include the last play of the game, the last three uh, possessions for both teams or combined were turnover on downs. It's pretty bad. So uh, the the Bills had another one earlier in the game. Um, it just seems like they, they went on that streak there with the Eagles just... They they were better in this game, and that's about all we can say for that. Eh, like I said, it's it's streaky. They'll lose next game. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not. I don't know as if there's a whole lot of. Oh my goodness, the Eagles are so good and the Bills are bad because of this game. So we'll just have to see what happens in the next one. Denver and Indianapolis. Denver wins thirteen. Or excuse me, Indianapolis wins fifteen to thirteen over Denver. Uh, the Denver. Uh, I know it's it's a bad game, but let's I at least focus on a couple of positives. Denver D was picking up some slack. They're they're getting a little bit of backbone back mm-hmm. uh, because Indianapolis had looked really good, and there is a tie game. Tyreek Hill with the long touchdown. No, 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 it wasn't Tyreek Hill, was it? Uh, yeah, number ten. No, that's seventeen. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Read that number wrong. But either way, still going to be a tie game pending the extra point on Sunday Night Football. But back to Denver. Their D. Uh, is starting to pick up the slack because Indianapolis's offense has been pretty good, and they have to because their offense has been so bad. And and really in this game, they they gave up a lot of yards, um, but they were it was really that Ben don't break mentality uh, for Denver, just just doing enough to keep Indianapolis um, out of the end zone. I mean, they gave up over 300 yards, which is well, not terrible, but it's, you know, middle of the road. Uh, now that Emmanuel Sanders is gone, and let me just say, um, I did not include this on the podcast, but we had a conversation about this last week that I called Emmanuel Sanders getting traded to the 49ers. No, you were talking A.J. Green to the 49ers. No, I said A.J. Green to Seattle. Did you? Yes. 
I don't want to give you yeah, any credit yeah, for that crap. I, I will. I will. Oh, why don't you ever bring up the times when I'm right? You're like, you know, enemies bring up times on Jason's right. <laughs> well, that's because they're very... because you're never right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Stupid Jason. Are you gonna be in a bad mood now? Because it's just a tie game. I'm not in a bad mood game. yet. <laughs> this is this isn't even started. <laughs> Oh, really? I hope we see a rant. So, but anyway, for Denver, Cortland Sutton's the guy. But unfortunately for Cortland Sutton, Joe Flacco is throwing the ball. So question on Denver. Do we see their rookie uh, draft pick from this past year? Do we see Drew Locke, quarterback out of Missouri? Do we see him some point this year? It's it's going to be different for every coach. Uh, I would not see him this year because he doesn't really need to play this year. Uh, it's just, it should just be a learning year for him, in my opinion. Uh, obviously, if you're the coach of the Denver Broncos and you say no, I think it's going to be really valuable for him to get experience this first year, then go ahead and put him in. I see this more paralleling the situation where you had uh, um, Smith, Alex Smith, with Kansas City, and yep. you had Mahomes sit behind him mm-hmm. for a full year. Yep. Um, Alex Smith was a decent quarterback. I mean, he's not great, but he has a lot of experience, and, right. he's, and, he's, and he's solid. Uh, Joe Flacco, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's a lot of experience. He's been to a Super Bowl and won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he has enough uh, experience there that it would be very valuable to have Drew uh, Locke sit behind him and just uh, learn from him. I think if Drew Locke is going to be successful in, in the NFL down the road, he has to because it's it's already Has been, to what, sit? He has to sit, yes. Rodgers, oh, what are you doing, buddy? Off by Kansas City. Because um, John Elway has come out and said he's not ready to play in the NFL. And if you're if if John Elway, who, I mean, is not a very good judge of starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, apparently, um, because since Peyton Manning, he has had some doozies. Mm-hmm. But you got to at least trust that he knows whether or not Drew Locke is ready. And so if he's not, you can't you can't put him out there. It's going to be a Dwayne Haskins mess in in Washington. Um, and so you you can't you can't do that. So for Indianapolis, Indianapolis struggled to move the ball. Again, we said Denver's deep picked up the slack. Brissett only had 200 passing yards. Marlon Mack had 76 yards and a touchdown, which is okay, uh, but not what they have been. They needed a last-minute drive and a long, a 50-yard field goal in order to win. But you know what? It didn't have to be that way. Why, Jason? Why did it not have it to be that It didn't have to be that way. Okay, look. I'm going to go ahead and just take a step back because Mr. Adam Vinatieri, who is probably on Social Security and taking, you know, he's, he's, he's got ARP. He's, you know, AARP. <laughs> one of the oldest players in the league. And as a player, I have mad respects. Now, as a former Patriot, I am not a fan. But Adam Vinatieri has been bad this year. Mm-hmm. He has been so bad. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but he has missed so many field goals and extra points this year that it is it's it's just getting ridiculous. And and so Adam Vinatieri, would you hear me, please? When you listen to this podcast, because I know that you will. When you listen to this podcast, would you do us all a favor and hang up the cleats? No, he's going to be like, what's this podcast? Man, this guy really hates kickers. I'm not listening to this crap. <laughs> Please 
Okay, do it for the sake of your leg. I feel like your 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 leg's going to fall off. You try to kick a field goal again. He missed the field goal on the first drive. He missed a PAT on the touchdown that would have made it a tie game. And so, Adam Vinatieri, I am trying to be calm, cool, and collected. It's time for you to retire. We will sing you your swan song. We will allow you to go away with dignity. Please do not come back and look to kick in the NFL next year. Apparently, Adam Vinatieri is the only person who's going to miss a field goal and get away with it without Jason ranting on him. Look, the man's 46. Yeah. Okay. He was in the Madden game I played when I was a kid. Absolutely. He was in Madden. 2001. Uh, I, he started playing in the NFL in 1995. Yeah. It's time to call it quits, buddy. Some people just think that they need to, to hang on. Go Jones! <laughs> Some people just think they need to hang on. And uh, I think you need to let it go. All right? Tell us about Arizona and New Orleans. Arizona and New Orleans. You don't need me to tell you about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> about how you thought it was going to go. 31 to 9. Okay. Uh, so Arizona was able to hang in the first half. It was like 10 to 6. 10-6 yeah, at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. And then they got blown away. Breeze is back. Breeze looks good. He is a bad man. And he freaking hammered them. Yep. Just yep. annihilated. With, with, with one hand. Annihilated. Man, what are you doing, Rogers? It's third and three. Can it's I not say, third and 30. Can I just say that the, uh, well, he had somebody in his face. I know, the, but. Uh, the Kansas City pass rush just stepped it up. No, the they quarter. were good. Didn't they have five sacks last game? Yeah, but that was against Denver. Still. Anyway. Their pass rush is good. Uh, and then also, Okay. Why the heck, and maybe you can answer this question for me, why did Breeze play? Okay, somebody asked me this earlier today. This is the only thing I can think of. That you, Breeze is medically cleared to play. And because of, oh, that's going to be Oh, a I sure hope it is. Give me that flag. Because of who he is. and No because, flag on that. Really? He should have flopped. I was going to say, I think it was because he came down and stood. We thought we were going to get a, a running into the yeah. kicker penalty. It should have um, been. So, I think that, this is the only explanation that I have for this, is that Drew Brees was medically cleared to play, and Sean Payton gave him the chance. He knows, knowing his body, knowing his, what he could do, knowing his hand, obviously trusting his quarterback that if he knew, that if he said he could play, he was going to be fine. Now, I would not have played it because you had a bye week coming up. Just let Teddy Bridgewater, who's been great, mm-hmm. play for them one more week and not risk it. But at the same time, if Drew Brees says he wants to play, you play Drew Brees. So that's kind of where I stand on it. Yeah, I just thought it was a little early to bring him back in because you did not need to bring him back in against Arizona. No, you didn't. You didn't have any. Part. Teddy Bridgewater was five and zero. He could have went six and zero. The only thing, too, in this conversation I had earlier was, uh, you know, if God forbid that the Saints somehow find a way to lose this game, if you play Teddy Bridgewater, 
then what does everybody say? Oh, you should have played Breeze. Who cares what everybody else say? No, I know that. But it, it's not like you're getting pressed in your division at all. This is you're true. not really that worried. No. Um, look. Okay, let me ask you this. It's not in our notes. Are the Saints, I know the 49ers are undefeated, are the Saints the team to beat yes, in the NFC? Because they did all of this without Breeze. Without Breeze. Yeah. They play in the Superdome. That place... It's is, loud and obnoxious. And think about this. Honestly, I barring some ridiculous play in their playoff game the last two years, they could have been in the Super Bowl the last two years. Mm-hmm. Last year for sure. Yes. And then two years, they probably beat the Eagles. That's a little bit of you know supposition. but So it, this has got to be it. I really am rooting for the Saints in the NFC. I mean, no offense to you as a Packers fan, um, but I really hope the Saints make it. For Drew Brees, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got a comment yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you even hear a word I just said? Uh, Who, blah, injured? blah, blah, Brees, blah, 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 go Packers. Yep, I heard every word you said. <laughs> That's what I thought. All right, Carolina and San Francisco. San Francisco. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we come off saying that the uh, for the the uh, Saints are the team to beat in the NFC, and then the uh, San Francisco 49ers put 51 yep. on the Carolina Panthers, who I'm pretty sure just last week or the week before we were saying, oh yeah, Carolina, they're looking really good. Yeah, Kyle Allen, their defense. Yeah, we, we were saying that. Okay, but, um, no okay. longer, because that was just ugly. Now... I do want to say, honestly, the 49ers and the Saints are so close. They they are. I will give the edge, as we have just said, to the Saints because of their offense, because of Drew Brees. Because the 49ers, Jimmy G is okay. He had 175, two touchdowns and an interception. Their run game is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Tevin Coleman lit it up. Yeah, they had over 200 yards rushing again and five rushing touchdowns. This is a team that's meant to control the flow of the game. They have This to. is not a team that's meant to come back from a deficit. No. But with the way that they're built, it's it's a Kyle Shanahan built. It's run first, play good defense, get him. Freaking <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, you like Kyle Shanahan, right? No. Nope. Let's talk. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan. No. Nope. See, you're getting upset by watching this. Mm. Don't, don't, don't do that. I have to do it to myself. Please be holding on the offense. Please you're, be holding on the offense. There's a flag down. We're gonna see what it, it is. It looks like it's in the secondary. Yep, yep. You're you're a masochist right now, but we do that. That's why we're fans. Fan- yes. Fanatics. Um. So for the 49ers, I think they're gonna continue on. Um. I need to look to see what their um, schedule is because I'm curious to see. They're undefeated right now. Um, we may take time to, to talk about the Patriots. When, when do the 49ers get their first loss? So let me let me read off their schedule coming up because I think it comes within the next five games. They have the Cardinals next. No, that's not it. Do they lose with the Seahawks coming to town on Monday night, the 11th? Oh, man. No. I was say, I don't think so. They'll not, take that game. All right. So then they play. Not the, at home. Then they play the Cardinals again. 
Uh, easy. Then they play the Packers. Be a Sunday, good game. Sunday before Thanksgiving. That's going to be a great game. It's be a good game. That's in San Francisco, though. Yeah. Be a good game. That could be a loss for them. It could be. Then they play at the Ravens. Then, this is the game we all got circled right now. They play at the Saints. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a fantastic. Could, I hope that's a Sunday night. Is that a Sunday night game? Uh, as of right now, it's not, but you got to think it's going to oh, be it's flexed. Gotta be flexed. It's got to be it's flexed. It's got to be flexed. And that's on my birthday, too. What a birthday present. Aww. Thank you, NFL. Um, December 8th? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Look at you. I, know, I don't know what yours is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it was yesterday, so thanks. <laughs> Now, that I know is not true because you wouldn't have let me forget it. Um, do the 49ers go undefeated into that game? No, because they'll, they'll drop one. They'll drop one. It could be... It's going to be to the Seahawks. Divisional games. Divisional games are always sneaky and tough. Uh, they could drop to Seattle. They could drop to Green Bay. Yeah. I think that they don't escape both of those games against good teams without a loss. You know, I'm going to call that the 49ers are going to finish this year with four losses. Just calling it right now. Okay. Four. So one of those two is one. You're gonna get uh, Saints. Saints. And then I'm gonna say they lose two out of three. Now this is gonna sound weird, but I think they're gonna lose two out of three. Falcons, Rams, Seahawks finish the year. They're gonna lose two out of three of those. I can see that. I can see that. I'm glad we're on the same page here. I can see it. Twelve and four. I mean, that's not to shake a stick at. Yeah. No, not at all. So for the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, 117 yards and a touchdown. All right, and that's all that we have to say about yes. the Panthers because Kyle Allen was bad. Finally, Kyle Allen threw some interceptions. <laughs> Is Cam coming back next week? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. We've talked about that for a while. I, yep, this I, is finally when the decision's going to be made, I think. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it, Panthers. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I mean, would say don't do it. This is Kyle Allen going not. up against a really good defense. And showing that he's a rookie. So, but either way, the, they have the excuse to if they want to. This is true. It's nobody's gonna nobody's gonna think bad about them. All right, all right. Uh, Oakland and Houston. Oakland twenty four, Houston twenty seven. Houston won it. Oh, guess what? It was close. Who would have thought? Them and the freaking Seahawks. <laughs> just, just win place. a game. Yeah, just, just win one. Win a game. <laughs> just win one. Oakland was. Uh, they were winning that game. It was their game to lose. But their defense is just not good. Nope. Sorry, Houston, or not Houston, Oakland, or Seattle, whichever you are. Yeah, Oakland, your <laughs> all defense these sucks. these teams kind of run together. Yeah, they all kind of run together. Um, yeah, it, Houston, Seattle, they definitely play it close. And we knew that Houston's uh, secondary was banged up. We talked about it last week. And, uh, yeah, that's why they were able to go out there and put up points. Tower Williams just keeps scoring touchdowns, so, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Well, Derek Carr had a really good game, three touchdowns. I, okay, but I thought he was going to have a good game. That's true. I mean, with the Texans' defense, it's not scary. And Deshaun Watson, three touchdowns for him as well. Did you? So Deshaun Watson is a pirate because he threw his last touchdown with one eye. Did he? Yeah. Apparently he got kicked. In, I didn't. I didn't see it. I just, somebody oh. told me he got kicked in the eye and threw his. And while 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 he's throwing this touchdown, through still completed the pass. Through the touchdown. So Deshaun Watson is a pirate and uh, he's getting all that booty and, and uh Maybe he just saw that their their eye their uh logo on the helmet. He's like, Man, that looks sweet. I want one eye. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good call. All right. 
And then the last game of the day was the New England Patriots 27, the Cleveland Browns 13. And this game started out as about as brown as you could possibly get. All I can think of is that highlight of Baker Mayfield chucking it to we don't know what. It was <laughs> like threw the ball on that pitch. It's like woo. And they're like, what are you doing? Literally, I mean, literally, I don't think the, the, the uh, who's that uh, guy? I think that Why the are ball. the freaking screens and dump off passes working? Hey, we're talking about. Somebody stop it. We're talking about Cleveland, New England. I'm not. I know you're not. Do you, do you need me to drive home? Because. <laughs> okay. All right. Gosh. Back to Cleveland and New England. Let's talk about how bad Baker Mayfield is, okay? Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he threw that interception to Guy. It was like Guy didn't know what he was doing. Like he he couldn't even believe that he was that close to Baker and that Baker literally just gave just him the pitched ball. it to him. Yes. It was like a running back pitch. Um you gotta feel bad for Nick Chubb. Two Back-to-back carries to start that game. Fumbles both of them. The first one's return mm. for a touchdown. The second one, he has a really long run, and it gets punched out right at the end. Really, he wasn't going to score, but it was going to be close to the goal line. It was going to mm-hmm. be first and goal. So, Cleveland, way to go. Way to brown your way to another loss. And again, as I said at the beginning of this year, for all of you people that said, Oh, look at all of these pieces that the Browns got. Look at all this. Can I finish my rant about the Browns? Yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, the Browns. Yeah, Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> look at all these pieces that the Browns got. Look at look at Odell Beckham. Look at how good Baker Mayfield is going to be. Look at how good uh, uh, Nick Chubb is going to be. And yet the Browns are still the Browns until they prove to everybody else in America that the Browns are not the Browns. Yeah, Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> The Patriots still undefeated, but it was the Browns, so I don't think there's a whole lot we can pull from the Browns. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and get into our next segment. Sack him! Hi! Third and three. And with this coming Thursday being Halloween, are you dressing up for anything for Halloween? Uh, the world's sexiest man. <laughs> that certainly would be a costume for you. <laughs> And 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 follow up question: Where did you find a mask of me? <laughs> no, it took too long. You're allowed one comeback line. Sorry. All right. So in in line with Halloween coming up, as Kansas City kicks a 28 yard field goal to take a 17 14 lead, you left Rogers with 56 seconds and two timeouts for halftime. Time to pay. It's true. So let's talk about three things that scare us in the NFL so far this year. All right, scary, spooky. Uh, did you did you have a did you, are you a horror movie kind of guy? You like uh, no, not really, because you just kind of turn off your empathy for the people because they're stupid anyway, and then it takes away all the fear. It's very true. All right, what about classic uh, monsters for Halloween? You got a favorite? Um, <laughs> no, I guess no. not. No favorite. No, you know, no, Dracula, Frankenstein, werewolf. No, Dracula. I guess. Dracula. I don't know. Okay, that, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you think. Yeah, so I'm, my brain's kind of... I know, I know. Don't worry, he'll come back. It's okay. You know it's going to happen. All right, so let's talk about three scary things in the NFL so far this year. What do you got for us to start us off? Uh, first scary thing is Patriots defense. They'd be 3-3-1 three, three, and one if their offense never played a snap. That's scary. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. To me, the, the Patriots defense is like the blob. Like, it's unstoppable. And it's everywhere. You went with the blob for unstoppable. <laughs> hey, you know what's unstoppable? The blob. <laughs> That's where you went? Have you not? Have you, you know that movie, The Blob? It like goes everywhere and it's, it, it just eats everything and it swallows everything. You not you not you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like a blob of jello. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't sound scary. Hey, you want me to call our defense? Legion of Boom. No. The blob. It is scary if it if you can't you escape it, it's gonna it. swallow everything. It's okay, you you ever watch you ever watch uh, Mega Mind? Yes. You know always like you know what's the difference between a super villain and a supervillain? Yeah. It's presentation. Presentation sucked on that. <laughs> what are we? The blob. Can you at least let me finish? I mean, if you come up with a better name no, for your scary defense. No, I am defense, going with the blob because the blob. here's the thing. This is why, all right? The blob is everywhere. You can't escape the blob. When I was watching the beginning of that Browns game today, and I've seen this on a couple of other Patriots games, including the Steelers, the Patriots defense is everywhere. I don't know if they're just lucky or if it's just really good playing because I can't, I mean, it, okay, that, that, Pass today that was intercepted. Probably nine times out of ten, he is not picking that ball off, or that 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 little dump shovel doesn't get picked off. But the Patriots' defense is everywhere. So yeah, they're the blob. They're the blob. The blob. They're the blob. They're the blob. All right. That was a terrible name. That Uh, was a terrible name. Okay, fine. Whatever. What do you got? Uh, what else is scary? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, the man's a one-man wrecking crew. Christian he's McCaffrey, out there and he wrecks everything. He cannot be stopped. He can't be. He can't be stopped. It doesn't matter. If the rest of the team has a bad day, he still has a good day. I hope he's at least in the talks for MVP. He's got to be. I mean, at this point, what, so are, what, are you, what are you thinking? Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Chris McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey. It's not Mahomes anymore. No, I don't think so either. Um, Rodgers hasn't played good enough. Nope. Good out route. Good catch. Good first down. Way to stop the clock. Way to go, Packers. Uh, but yeah, those are the only two people that really jump out at he's me right definitely, now. He's definitely in the, in the consideration for it. Yeah. Um, maybe Lamar Jackson, but I, he's probably behind Christian McCaffrey. I would think so too. So Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's scary because he, and, and what's scary is that he can do it no matter what. He's only been bottled up a couple times. I think he's gone over and I don't have stats in front of me to back it up. But I think he's gone over 100 scrimmage yards between rushing and receiving every game this season. Rodgers, do not take a sack. What are you what doing? What is he doing? Oh. He's trying to get a field goal range. Timeout. Why not, would you not just throw that ball away? I don't understand. He's still on your side of the ball. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. We're not going to get there with Rodgers' legs. Sorry. Oh, he wants Hail Mary. It's Hail Mary time. Oh, oh, man. We might, get, we might get a, we might get a, a fun, fun time here. Yes. But yeah, Christian McCaffrey... Uh, he is unstoppable. Um, I'm going to say that Christian McCaffrey is, uh, he is the werewolf because that sounds better at least. (laughs) Well, he, he just likes to feast. He just likes to feast and he comes out. Eats a lot. He, he does. He comes, I'm, I'm kind of falling short with this analogy. I'm, I've got nothing else. So how about we move on to the last thing that scares okay. us? Okay. <laughs> the last thing that's scary is the Saints' ability to overcome adversity and just keep on winning games. Because oh, absolutely. Because they lost a Hall of Fame quarterback 
And yep. that's the sack. Yeah, that's Rogers. the end of the half. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Now you can Stupid. focus on the rest of this podcast, right? Yes. Okay, right. yeah. The Saints, uh, the ability to overcome adversity. They lost Hall of Fame quarterback. They still won games. It didn't matter. Why? Because, oh, I don't know. Maybe they have a complete team. Very and true. that's scary. Yep. It's scary how good the Saints are. Yes. The roster is fantastic. Because they just cannot be stopped. And in, in, in with Teddy, whether it's Teddy Bridgewater, whether it's... Um, you know, Latavius Murray's been filling in for Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. and has just been looking and fantastic. just rolls. You cannot, it, it cannot, they cannot be stopped. And so uh, I'm going to say that uh, the Saints, as a team that people may have left for dead when Drew Brees. You're going to say Frankenstein's monster, aren't you? No. Oh. I'm going to say that they're Dracula. They have come back. They have risen from the dead and they are ready to suck your blood. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, but that's not even a scary movie. That's a kid's movie. I'm just talking about Dracula in general. I'm, who cares about Hotel Transylvania? All right. And then can I just say one? I didn't I put have, this down. I have one extra scary thing. Do, do you have one extra scary Can I yes. say mine first? Or do you want to say ahead. yours? No, okay. Go ahead. Say yours. Because I'm going to say that, and this is scary bad, I'm scared of all the teams that have orange in their logo. Get this list. I was just thinking about this while we were talking, okay? The Broncos, the, the Dolphins, the Browns, the Bengals. Yes, the Broncos, the Bears. That's a scary group of bad teams. So, I am scared I am scared of all the teams with orange in their logo. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but I mean, think about that. Orange is kind of a Halloweeny fall color, right? Yes. It kind it of is. it fits, right? It is. Okay. All right. Those teams are bad. Those those teams are like zombies. They're all walking dead. They're a part of the league, but they're oh, not really man, alive. He pulled it off. He pulled it off. Right, thank you. All right. All right. What do you got? Uh, I was going to say I'm scared of Jason's ability to, to come up with classic monster names for teams. Hey, Although, I feel one, like, especially on the bit. fly, that that was pretty good. The blob. <laughs> it certainly was better than my British accent. We'll just go with that. No, I like your British accent better. Thank you. You're about the only person that says that. All right, let's go ahead and get into our last segment today. Fourth and short, the Monday night game in the NFL gives us the 2-4 and Steelers hosting the 0-6 Miami Dolphins. And I'm looking for the Steelers to just continue rolling. They've kind of been, they've they've picked it up now that Mason Rudolph uh, is back uh, after the bye week. Coming back from that concussion that he sustained uh, in his last start, uh, Devlin Hodges looked good enough to win against uh, the Chargers two weeks ago, and so I'm looking for the Steelers to continue on. Their defense is playing great, and that's 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 basically all you need against the Dolphins because they're just going to be able to frustrate Josh Rosen. Yeah, I mean, Kenyon Drake. The is, Dolphins fix everybody. Kenyon Drake is not even playing in this game already because of trade rumors. Now I haven't heard exactly where he's going to be going, but he could be traded before the trade deadline on Tuesday, and uh, he's not even going to be playing in this game. So I don't think there's anything that we have to worry about in this game for the Steelers for the Dolphins. You just want to continue to be tanking. Just continue to tank. Let me encourage you to especially tank in this game. Really tank in this game. Um, okay, honest question. Do the Dolphins go 0-16? We've asked this question already. I'm, I'm just curious. This is Dolphins watch. I mean, I know we asked about them playing Cincinnati. You said that the Dolphins would win. So obviously your, your answer I mean, is I, no. I, 
Yeah. I think that they'll beat Cincinnati. I mean, I called earlier this year that they would go 0-16. Um, yeah. I, I think, think it'll the, be the, interesting. The, the Bengals are maybe just a little more in disarray. I would I would love to see that because that would be fascinating to see the only or one of the only undefeated teams be also one of the only winless teams. Dolphins, could you all do us a favor and just, just make that happen? We would love to see that. So, well, that does this for us today. Ahem. The Blob is an amorphous mass of alien goo that appears in the 1958 film of the same name, appearing as nothing more than a mass of red gelatin. Yep. This is literally red jello. And you went with the Patriots defense. You're comparing them to a mass of red Will jello. Will you do me a favor and just watch Wait, the here's game? Here's a picture of it. It's yes. jello. And it gets everywhere and it eats everything. It's jello. Look, we don't have time to go into oh, all is this. Was this on like Mystery Science Theater? Is that where you pulled this from? No. Look, all right. It sounded better in my head. Maybe we just go with that. The <laughs> blah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Hey, look, I, that's about the nicest thing I've ever said about the Patriots. So you should be at least be proud of me for that. All right. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> All right. That does it for us today on Fourth and Short. Your rapid reaction. Maybe NFL. you should go as Halloween for the Blob. I will. Thank you. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> I dare you. Go as the Blob. Okay. All right. I'll go with. The Nobody's blob. gonna get it. No, it's true. Uh, I probably won't get any candy either. Uh, <laughs> May I get some red Jello? <laughs> this is true. I like red Jello. Okay, you we're go. way off the rails here. That's gonna do it for us tonight. Uh, your rapid reaction podcast, fourth and short. Look, oh man, this oh, is Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's, Watson's a pirate. <laughs> He's going yes. as a pirate this year. Uh, we got we got to really end this thing. Uh, make sure you catch us on every uh, podcasting platform wherever you catch your uh, favorite podcast. Listen to us first. You're thinking it, and we are saying it. That about does it for us tonight. Peace out. I can't see nobody was thinking the blah. You're the only one saying it. Nobody's thinking that.